Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. Hear, O kings, and understand. Learn, you magistrates of the earth's expanse. Hearken, you are in power over the multitude and lorded over throngs of peoples, because authority was given you by the Lord and sovereignty by the Most High, who shall probe your works and scrutinize your counsels. Because, though you were ministers of his kingdom, you judged not rightly and did not keep the law, nor walk according to the will of God. Terribly and swiftly shall he come against you, because judgment is stern for the exalted. For the lowly may be pardoned out of mercy, but the mighty shall be mightily put to the test. For the Lord of all shows no partiality, nor does he fear greatness, because he himself made the great as well as the small, and he provides for all alike. But for those in power, a rigorous scrutiny impends. To you, therefore, O princes, are my words addressed, that you may learn wisdom, and that you may not sin. For those who keep the holy precepts hallowed shall be found holy, and those learned in them will have ready a response. Desire, therefore, my words, long for them, and you shall be instructed. The word of the Lord. Rise up, O God, bring judgment to the earth. Defend the lowly and the fatherless, render justice to the afflicted and the destitute. Rescue the lowly and the poor from the hand of the wicked, deliver them. I said, You are gods, all of you sons of the Most High, yet like men you shall die and fall like any prince. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voice, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priest. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Yes, none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God. Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. The Gospel of the Lord. On December 16th, 1931, Pope Pius XI declared Albert the Great, Albertus Magnus, a saint. Ten years to the day after he was declared a saint, Pope Pius Twelfth declared Saint Albert the patron saint of the natural sciences. Born in Bavaria in the 13th century, the son of a knight, he became known as the teacher of everything there is to know. Dr. Universalis. He was an authority on physics, geography, astronomy, mineralogy, chemistry, zoology, and physiology, as well as the study of the Greek Aristotle. Albert's star pupil was Thomas Aquinas. Albert understood that the church is not opposed to the study of nature and that 
faith and science may go hand in hand. Albert wrote, The aim of natural science is not simply to accept the statements of others, but to investigate the causes that are at work in nature. His student, Thomas Aquinas, put it like this, Some things are caused. Anything caused is caused by another. And there cannot be an infinite series of causes. So there must be a first cause, a cause that isn't itself caused by another. This is God. St. Albert the Great was convinced that creation, that all creation, spoke of God. And that the tiniest piece of scientific knowledge told us something about God. Besides the Bible, someone wrote, God has given us the the book of creation, revealing something of his wisdom and power. Wisdom. The author of the book of wisdom was a Jew writing in the very Greek city of Alexandria, Egypt, about 50 years or so before Christ was born. 50 years before wisdom himself became flesh. In chapter 13 of Wisdom, the author told his readers to look around, to look at all the good things on earth and in the sky. Quote, look at their joy and beauty. But these things are not God. For from the greatness and the beauty of created things, their original author, by analogy, is seen. The author of Wisdom continued stating people search too busily for God among his works. Thus they are distracted by what they see. For if they so far succeeded in knowledge that they could speculate about the world, how did they not more quickly find its Lord? The world today is busy and loud. Look up noise pollution. And you'll understand why so many people have hearing problems and are going deaf. Many Catholic parishes suffer from noise pollution. They're circled up on themselves, celebrating themselves in creation while being busy and loud and flush with all kinds of activities. But is all that busyness really a distraction? If things are busy and loud, then that prevents a person from searching into the depths of his soul and contemplating on things that are above. He then avoids thinking of the really important things, like the four last things, death, judgment, heaven, hell. And at the end of the day, what else matters besides those things? Nothing. St. Albert wrote, Seek out with jealous care the place, time, and means most suited to quiet and contemplation, and lovingly embrace silence and solitude. Beware the dangers which the times are full. Avoid the agitation of a world never at rest, never still. St. Albert of Cologne St. Albert the Great, Albertus Magnus, one of only 35 doctors of the church who saw in creation the hand of God. <laughs>